Welcome to the Lost Tapes of History podcast. You're about to eavesdrop on the first few minutes of a private conversation between one of England's monarchs and, frankly, someone just trying to do their job. The date is February 1610. James is bankrupt and Parliament is proposing a scheme called the Great Contract to curb his spending. An accountant from the Treasury comes to do an audit. You're on your own there, buddy. Enter! Good afternoon, Your Majesty. I believe you're expecting me. I'm from the Treasury, here to order your accounts for the tax year. Ah, didn't he pay tax? Right. You've not heard, then? Heard wit? Cecil's plan. The great contract? I'll be the judge of whether tis great or nay. What's this plan? He wants to increase your income and rid you of debt. So far, I'm in agreement. He wants to award a lump sum of £600,000 to pay off your debts, plus an annual income of £200,000. And in exchange? You'd need to give up your rights of wardship. But where? The profits of land held by your underage tenants, for example, or the idiots. Where idiots? You get the income from any subject that's considered an idiot, Your Majesty. In return, you have to make sure they're looked after. Can I decide who's an idiot? No, I'm afraid not, Your Majesty. Is that it? You'd also have to give up your right to purveyance. My what? The requisition of goods and services for royal use, Your Majesty. It's worth about £40,000 per year. Oh, this is an imposition! Oh, and your power to create new impositions. Where? Import duties, Your Majesty. Remember the Bates' case four years ago? Nay. He refused to pay import duty on currents. We took him to court. Oh, it's, uh, it's near ringing any bells. He lost. You extended import duty to cover nearly everything that's imported. Gave us quite a windfall, I can tell you. Uh, aye, 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 I remember. <laughs> a great plan on my part, eh? Not that great a plan, Your Majesty. We now need to amend the tax as we rely heavily on imports being an island. Well, fat lot of good it did me if you're hounding me for more money. Sire, the debt is out of control. On Queen Elizabeth's death, the debt stood at £400,000. If spending continues, we'll see a debt of £700,000 in seven years. Nearly a million pounds of debt in 15 years. She didn't have a wife and four wains to support. True, but she didn't support an extensive collection of beagles, spaniels, greyhounds, sparrowhawks and goshawks either. Ha! Nay an animal lover, eh? Your hobby of hunting is taking rather a toll on the royal purse, Your Majesty. Da, hold you wished. 
I can see here from the books from your two hunting lodges at Newmarket and Royston that you kept extensive herds of deer at both, not to mention your house of Theobalds. Uh, uh, my new horse racing track is at Newmarket. I, I need to be nearby. You can see from your garden, Your Majesty. You couldn't get any nearer if you slept in the stables. Uh, things aren't that bad, are they? I've also had reports that the bear garden in Southwark is losing money. The where? The beer garden! Your business, the place that baits bears for money. Although the lynxes and tigers aren't doing well either. I have a lion and an elephant too, but I didn't see a letter about them. Oh, I was coming to those. You've also got an Indian antelope, a flying squirrel from Virginia and two crocodiles, don't forget. Astonishingly, they still don't drink as much as you. Your consumption of beer, wine and spirits is profusive. <laughs> you near be to Scotland then. We're paying for it. I see no reason to visit it. We pay many Scotland annual pensions worth over £12,000. You forget, I am the king of two kingdoms. I can assure you I haven't, but I think you have. What does that mean? You promised that you'd return to Scotland every three years, but so far you've not been back. Ah, when I came to England, I thought every day was Christmas. You couldn't get to England without borrowing money. You spent £10,000 on the journey south from Edinburgh. Gave away £14,000 in gifts to those you met on the way. Och, that was a bonny journey. We had wine running in specifically designed troughs. That isn't the norm. Mm, shame. You got so drunk that you tipped the landlord of the Bear Inn in Doncaster with a very valuable royal lease without signing it off with anyone. <laughs> aye, aye, that was a great night. By the time you reached London, you'd handed out titles to 300 people. <laughs> Your English monarchs have so much more money than Scottish kings. I had no idea. That's because the Scottish pound is only worth one twelfth of an English pound. Eh? It's why your plan to meet new coins with the arms of Scotland and England isn't going to work, unless the exchange rate is the same. Uh, uh, have yous come here to baffle me? Besides, there are more people living in England. Sheep cost less to run, Your Majesty. They don't require patronage and favours. Aye, except for blackmail. I... yes... This desk is an absolute mess, Your Majesty. Does the word receipt mean nothing to you? It's going to take me years to get through this lot. You're being paid, aren't you? Not enough for this. I knew I should have become a loot player. My dream is to see the Red Cross of St George and the White Cross of St Andrew come together as one flag. Then our kingdoms will truly be united. But we'd have to get all the flags in England and Scotland reprinted. It will cost a fortune. Perhaps next year? Ah, now then, let's look at some of this paperwork. And where do you think you're going? Uh, <laughs> I thought I'd... Um, uh... I need you to stay here and tell me what these are for. Pour a glass of wine if it would help. Keep you amenable.
Right, what's this for? Big Boys Monthly? Is that a book? <laughs> that's near mine. <laughs> well, it's still not a tax-deductible expense, whoever owns it. There's a large amount being spent on books in Latin, French, Greek, Italian and Spanish. Couldn't you just pick one language and stick with it? I didn't read them all at once. There's also quite a bit spent on printing books that you've authored. A counterblast to tobacco, apology for the oath of allegiance. That last one was printed in Latin, French and English. You forgot demonology. Ah oh, yes, your witch book. Denny dismiss him. Women of all kinds are inherently vain, ambitious, greedy and untruthful. Right. Next you'll be telling me they cast a spell on you to spend money uncontrollably. <laughs> My new King James Bible will see him off. When's that going to be published then? Next year, God willing. You mean accounts willing? It's already cost a small fortune. <sighs> you asked for all 39 books of the Old Testament, the 14 books of the Apocrypha, and the 27 books of the New Testament to be translated. It needs to be thorough. We've had to employ 54 translators in all, and we haven't even printed it yet. It'd better be a bestseller, that's all I can say. Uh, well, I'd no idea of the greatness of my debts against the smallest of my means. And they will stay small if you don't pay attention. You need to stop spending so much on parties and amusements. Och, rubbish! It's not rubbish. You've spent £20,000 on court ceremonials, your mask in 1605 cost £3,000, and at your first Christmas at Hampton Court, you spent over three grand on costumes. Hey! My youth and nature make it difficult for me to fulfil my promises to be less liberal. I think youth is stretching it a bit. Now what's this list of names? Men I wish tonight to the peerage. But there's 50, 100, 150, 250, 500, 906 names on this list. Why don't you round it off to a thousand, just to make things neat? I got bored. Ever since United Robert Carr insisted that he be given £600 a year for 15 years, the Treasury's been hoping that you limit yourself to only a few... favourites, Your Majesty. We can't afford a harem. I didn't give him much. You bought him a gold table for £300. It was set with diamonds and your face. I shouldn't think he needs anything else. Hmm. Well, uh, why don't we sell knighthoods for, say, a thousand pound apiece? We could raise nearly a hundred thousand pound in just a few years. Your Majesty, you need to cut your costs, not just increase your income. This year, the running total of gifts given in cold hard cash is two hundred and twenty thousand pounds. And? You have far too many staff, and they are all overpaid. Gentlemen of the bedchamber, ushers, grooms of the privy chamber, carvers, cupbearers, servers, clerks of the closet, esquires of the body. I don't even know what they are. Well, they're... Uh... I don't want to know. Harbingers, yeomen, 
pages, messengers, I could go on. Done. Your wardrobe accounts for £36,000 a year. Your daughter Elizabeth's marriage cost £50,000. And when your wife was giving birth to your daughter Mary, you spent £15,000 on a new bed for her. What was wrong with the old one? Okay, okay. I promise. I will try and cut back. I think there's more chance of you releasing Sir Walter Raleigh from prison and him finding the gold mines of El Dorado, Your Majesty. Well, if he has a map, I say let the man go. He's too busy writing poetry. When we had that business with Guy Fawkes, I got extra money for security. I could do with another assassination attempt like that. It was your decision to reinforce the collection of fines which led to the gunpowder plot. Shall I do it again then? Don't tempt fate. What's this? £38,000 for jewellery? Your Majesty, this is outrageous! Uh, where? You don't have enough fingers for all the rings that you buy, unless you are putting them on your toes as well. Oh, it, it might not all be me! This from the man who spent £92,000 on jewels in his first four years as king. I did give the Countess of Somerset £10,000 worth of jewels as a wedding present. Couldn't you have just bought her a set of cutlery or something, like a normal person? It's my wife that spends a lot on jewellery. She has only spent... <sighs> only spent £40,000 in ten years with her jeweller. Oh, you petty-minded little bureaucrat. Your Majesty, there is no need for hurtful remarks. I am just doing my job. I don't want to end up like Lord Treasurer Dorset. What happened to him? He dropped dead at a Privy Council meeting. He'd probably just found out how much debt you were in. I've no sympathy. Do you know what they say about us? Mm, that you're a uh, money-grabbing... Paper-pushing English Sassanac. No, but it's good that you get these things off your chest. They say the fastest way to bankrupt Spain is for King Philip to hire your financial officials. Do you know how much that hurts? You've ever had a Glasgow kiss? I don't think so. Then you's don't know what pain is. You can. Um. Listen, I'm not going to approve this great contract. Not new, not ever. New. Get out. Your greatest error is that you's ever expected to draw honey out of gall. That's unfortunate, Your Majesty, but you have also made a great error, mainly in making the Earl of Suffolk your Lord Treasurer. Who so? You know that new house he's building? Aye. You're paying for it. Next time, it's Charles I and the art evaluation. Worth a fortune. The Lost Tapes of History podcast is a Synth 79 production. If you've enjoyed it, Please leave us a review and subscribe to get more episodes. 
To fact check what you've heard on this monarch, visit our website losttapesofhistory.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at since79p and use the hashtag losttapesofhistory.